You're listening to the Racking Focus Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Racking Focus Podcast. I'm Josiah Blizzard. And I'm John Doyle. And we just saw Little Women, uh, the Greta Gerwig's, and I'm just going to give it out right now, masterwork uh, it's adaptation. So good. Uh, and we're going to give a spoiler free review. So this is your safe zone, your spoiler free uh, ability. So listen to us. See what we have to say, make a decision, and if you like it, come listen to the spoiler filled. So, Josiah, why don't you start off? My favorite thing about this entire movie is the cast and how they made me feel as a whole. Like I just felt so good watching <laughs> this movie. I uh, seeing Florence Pugh um, not want to murder people, um, <laughs> sit in the body of a bear. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, seeing Florence Pugh not in Midsummer was a delight um seeing i just they're so charming the entire cast is so charming that i want to be part of their family um and they're doing such great work i mean some of the best performance from not just florence Pugh, but from saoirse ronan um and emma watson and freaking meryl streep and laura dern laura dern man if she wasn't going to be nominated for marriage story she should be nominated for this role like she's just laura dern's just knocking it out of the park this year absolutely um timothy chalamet and uh, he was incredible oh, across the board gosh, like loved it loved every single performance in this movie uh it's it, seriously this thing is crafted so beautifully and i just don't know how they pulled it off yeah you know and greta gerwig's direction is obviously present both in the structure of the film and the filmmaking i mean she's certainly script credits right in, in all of that but also in what the actors are doing yeah and one of the things in it, you know there's a uh when i when i there's a show called Firefly, which is a, a <laughs> science fiction program that I particularly like. The movie Serenity, based on it. When you hear, um, what's his name? Give it to me. Director of the Avengers. Oh, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. See, my brain is so old. <laughs> when when you hear Josh Whedon talk about the film, the show, he talks about some actor moments that are about subtlety, and I think what this movie does. And, and Trump's, you know, uh, the acting even in something like Firefly, which I care about a lot, is that none of this acting is over the top. No mm. one's like trying to blow the doors off the back of that movie theater. No. Yeah. They're doing real work in a real place yeah. that is grounded and honest and full of rich emotion. Yeah. But nobody's chewing the scenery. They're just doing the work and there's subtle little turns. There's little moments of emotional honesty that they felt are so connected throughout the whole piece like i said earlier that i felt like they've been living together for years before they made this movie um like they were an actual family beforehand and the, the physical intimacy mm -hmm. if not the acting intimacy though some of those physical intimacy moments are things when i look at them it makes me feel like we've lost something as a culture yeah because yeah. to be able to as a family be in physical proximity and connection there's something so beautiful in that and it was and it was wonderful and i would say too that from an overall acting perspective we we have i don't think anyone's not doing their job at the top of their game and we right. have to give some of that to gerwig not just to the actors no absolutely i think gerwig deserves a lot of the credit for the direction she's giving and not just to the actors but to the framing and cinematography and um the production design and the creation of the set and the house and uh, just just everything, you know, her uh, big picture perspective on this is astounding. Yep. And then the little minute details to everything else within the big picture 
is something that I think a lesser director would have really screwed up. Um, so she does such an incredible job and I'm excited to go and listen to a lot of, you know, interviews about this movie with her, you know, and sort of see um, where she sits yeah. and, and where, what her thinking is yeah. and, and how she made some of the decisions she made, which are really extraordinary. Mm-hmm. There's, this is a movie that comes from a book that's linear. And one of the things you should know before you go in is this movie's nonlinear. Mm-hmm. And I just at least want to say that as a piece of craft, that is handled so well yeah. that, you know, reviewing the film requires me to say that the choice to do nonlinear work yeah. is about making the making the story and the characters more sympathetic or at least us having more empathy for them yeah. and clarifying their positions and their actions in a way that forces us to experience as opposed to judge. Yeah, and it impacts us completely differently than if it was in a linear setting, right? Like we we wouldn't have the same impact going from one scene to the next if it were told in a linear story, but because of the juxtaposition that you're getting from scene to scene, from flashback to present day, it, it, it hits you in a completely different way. And the use of similar settings, beach to beach, field to field, house to house, space yep. to space, empty spaces to full spaces, all of those choices of repetitive images match the sort of nature of the paralleled structure of, of time. And all of that is it together is creating a whole that's really emotionally impactful. Um, I need to say that like this is a like so if anyone knows me, there's people listening to this podcast who know me. Like, and this may be a surprise. Like, I wept, wept from about an hour into this movie to the end. Yeah, I'd never got my footing back under me, and sometimes I was weeping from sadness, and right. sometimes from beauty, and sometimes from love. And those things walked me through where I simply grabbed my wife and my daughter's hand, and I just squeezed when I needed to to work my way through what were powerful moments. And you yeah. talked a little bit about art in the other uh, uh, path yeah. or podcast. And if you can talk a little bit about that to frame this up, I think it's yeah. I, worth I mean, it. I think this entire movie is really about um, you know the 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 artist's perspective and like the art needs to be. I mean, the art is pure in this movie and what all of these characters are doing and thriving on is their art. Joe's a writer. Beth is a musician, Amy's a painter, and um, Meg is an actress. Like, there's all these things that everything in their life is focused around art, um, and it culminates in the end, and I can't tell you what that culmination is, but, <laughs> but like, there's this statement that Greta is saying about, a, and apparently Greta Gerwig and I are on a first name basis, but Gerwig and I, uh, you know, Gerwig is mentioning about art, and there's a statement there, um, whether it's about cutting art programs in school but that's my that was my perspective on it is that you have the arts leaving the schools now and like that's not something that we can afford well and i think this idea between art and and finance is throughout the film we we, yeah. we hear the words and this isn't a spoiler that marriage is an economic proposition i think filmmaking is an economic proposition i think this movie is very meta and you mm-hmm. can go in and you can enjoy the story of little women which is beautifully told yeah absolutely beautifully told in every single component of that every single including one. some st- astounding moments with live music yeah like really breathtakingly beautiful moments with live music but you can also watch this film as a film about what it means to be a woman filmmaker yeah in the united states at least or Certainly. in the world and there's an arc to that that's here and there's conversations about it and 
filmmaking is an economic proposition right. and we need it not to be. We need to be able to make art and yeah. she's standing on the, the yeah. shoulders of your idea there. I think there's people out there who are concerned and don't want to go see this movie because they're afraid there's too much of a modern twist on this that it's going to ruin their experience from prior knowledge of the book or from uh, the 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 other film that's out um, from the 90s, I think it was. Um, and I want to say that, that I understand your concern, but you need to go see this film because it does not... Um, it doesn't contemporize the piece. It doesn't, it, it, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't get rid of the emotion or uh, get rid of the authenticity of the original source material. What it does is it puts it in a different perspective and still lets you, it, it speaks to modern issues from the 1860s, right? Like what they're feeling back then is what we're still feeling today. Uh, and we're exploring gender, we're exploring yeah. race, we're exploring issues of feminism or oppression of women. Yeah, we're exploring all of the, we're exploring issues of faith and and mm -hmm. what real faith is versus you know people going into a church on Christmas morning is a very different thing than people delivering right. food to the poor. Right, and it's all of these choices yeah. that it's and it's talking about all of these things in the framing of a well told version of Little Women. Right. Yes, exactly. So I, I mean, we wanted to keep this under five minutes and it's impossible to do that. So uh, yeah, let's, let's I think like you guys just seriously go see this movie because I, I want to go see it again. I really loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I, and you know, we're, we're in, for the most part, if you've listened to our podcast, there's a, there's a maleness to a lot of the films we end up seeing. Yeah. And uh, this is not an outlier in quality and it's not an outlier in story. This is not a woman's film. Certainly it can speak to women, but it's a, it's just a great film and you should yeah. go see it and you should see it in a theater. We need to support this work. We need Gerwig to get that support so she can get out there and yeah. make another movie uh, and have the same kind of uh, uh, ability to have the same impact. Yeah. You'll love it on a small screen. Right. But if it's in theaters, go see it in theaters. Go see it. And we yeah. saw it in what is the smallest and ultimately least maintained, apparently, yeah, screen. Yeah, 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 uh, You know, we had some issues with the screen in our theater. We we saw it in the smallest <laughs> space. If you're listening and you work at AMC Plymouth Meeting in, in Pennsylvania, you need to fix theater too because theater there's, two a, there's a burn. There's a blue stain on your screen or, uh, or a projector lens. lens. Or there's something somewhere. wrong. So go fix that. But, but, you know, with that in mind, AMC people, uh, it should be in a big theater. People should be filling houses yeah. to see this thing. And we, you know, as it approaches Oscar time, I hope people have seen it. They can make a legitimate choice. These The, the people in here deserve some measure of recognition, real consideration. And I'm glad it got what it got, although I really wish Gerwig had been acknowledged as well. Exactly. And I... I was we were scrolling through uh, Google to kind of see what this was nominated for. And it's nominated for six things. Uh, best picture, best actress, best supporting actress, best original score, best adapted screenplay and best costume design. And one of the articles that popped up was Little Women won't win best picture, but it should. And the Oscar race is so tight for all of the best picture nominations. Uh, other than I think Ford versus Ferrari. I haven't seen that. I cannot. And I have no inclination. To see. I don't want to even. I don't even care. I don't I even care to see it. And if you've seen it, I'm sorry, but I like it's your Shawshank Redemption for me. So yeah, we're yeah, maybe that's what it's going to be. John has never seen Shawshank and he refuses to do so, even though he owns a copy of the DVD. Uh, and maybe I'll just refuse to ever watch Ford versus Ferrari. Who knows? Uh, but like, it, seriously, this, this in any other year would be a winner, right? Right. It'd be a slam dunk any other year, but because you have 1917 
and Joker and all these other well, and the and, farewell who's completely and the farewell ignored. Who's ignored? Yeah, like there's this 2019 was insane for movies. Um, the quality that's coming out of Hollywood and the indie movement of film again, like it's just the quality is just so high. Um, so go support this movie, without a doubt. I if you hate this movie, I you're not human. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> what it comes go. down to. That's the that's our review. If you hate this movie, you're not <laughs> human. Uh, it's gr- a great work, um, and uh, I hope you cry like I did because I feel a lot better uh, now that I went through that yeah, experience. There's a freedom to watching this movie, right? Like so the whole good. thing just feels so good. So go see it. That's our that's our brief. Uh, well, actually, this is a 10 minute long. All right. So, listen, so let's it's 10 minutes long. So here's what you need to do. If you uh, like, we just go see the thing and then uh, listen to our spoiler filled because there's a lot there. That's really great. We're the spoiler filled stuff we're doing now really is rich and wonderful. But you got to see the movies to do it. And so go see the movie. Go see it in the theaters. You watch it at home and then tune into our spoiler filled. Go find it and listen. Yes, please listen. We have a very long, one hour long spoiler filled conversation. We talk about a lot of this stuff and we unpack it even more so. In real detail. In real detail. Yep. So go watch the film, listen to that. Uh, And in between those moments, I want you guys to go to rackingfocuspodcast.com. Connect with us on social media from there. You can listen to past episodes, you can see what we're seeing and reviewing next. Uh, And you can find links to um, our Spotify and iTunes channels or Apple podcast channels, I guess. Uh, And we'd love for you to leave a five star review there. And if you want to crap on us in the comments, you can do that. If you want to love us in the comments, let us know. We want to we want your feedback and we want to hear what you're thinking uh, about and what you're thinking about the movie in general. So uh, yeah, we we, we have uh, plans to do additional short, you know, pop culture pieces. And we do have one out on The Witcher. Please check those things out as well. Uh, We're trying to broaden our horizons and we need your help. So share this podcast if you thought it was interesting. And listen, if you got some guy who thinks this is a woman's movie, share this podcast with them. Let them hear two guys who talk about little women. This is not a chick flick. It's a a great movie and people should go see it. It's a flick filled with women but it is not a chick flick so that's my final that's yeah, it let's say that's it. all i have all right good yeah. so uh thanks for listening to the racking focus podcast uh, we'll see you next time bye-bye thanks for listening to the racking focus podcast